Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and make those characters fight for our amusement. And also yours. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Ken Knapsack. Happy to be here as we race towards Databank 100. Databank 100, yes. And if you're if you're listening, going, what's going on with that? I got a plan. I got a plan. Uh-oh. Got something big, real, real big. You're putting together first. a team? I'm putting together a team. We're going to do a heist in actual <laughs> real life. We're going to get the Zoom. We're going to yeah. go and try to steal something from Target and see if we get in it. Well, there no, you go. No, no. Uh, it'll be 
like that, but less legally dangerous for Ken and I. Yes. Uh, we are recording in the, in the morning, so right now we yep. only have the sweet, sweet memory of last night's whiskey. <laughs> no actual whiskey present for this episode of Data Bank Brawl. We'll see what it does. We'll see what happens. Ken, are you ready to get right into it? Love it. Let's do it. All right. Our first combatant is one of those characters that it is shocking, shocking that the character has not appeared on databank brawl seems like an obvious candidate and so here he is finally dr cornelius evison oh wow yeah yeah right yeah that would you would have thought that would have been like one of the first uh, (laughs) i have had him in the 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 roster of like oh what about oh uh, uh, yeah he's uh he got bumped uh a while back uh because we had a bunch of doctors in a row yeah yeah (laughs) but he is back to fight the good fight and here's what starwars.com databank has to say about this fellow a grubby scarred smuggler smuggler from alasacan Alsacken? Cornelius Evison was once a promising surgeon, but became notorious for conducting cruel medical experiments. Dr. Evison tried to bully Luke Skywalker in the most icely cantina, boasting that he faced a death sentence in 12 systems. The doctor and his pal, Bonababa, assumed the young farm boy would be an easy target and paid little heed to the old man in dusty robes who'd accompanied young Luke into the bar. That was a fatal mistake. When Evazin hurled Luke aside and pulled his blaster, Obi-Wan Kenobi coolly ignited his lightsaber and cut Evazin down. <laughs> there you go. A little bit about his backstory, uh, yeah. but mostly just a detailed description of where and when he died. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um... So definitely, when I go to Wikipedia, this is one where I have to avoid the Legends tab. The Legends tab is like uh, Stephen King length, right? Yes. Like, it's, yeah, it's like the Tommyknockers length in there, right? Impressive, yeah. most impressive. <laughs> uh, but for his general stats, what do you got on the old wilds of Wikipedia? Yeah, height is 1.77 meters. He is a uh, male human from, like you said, Ala- uh, uh, I want to say Alaskan, but it's Alaska. just a jerk of a Star Wars planet. Yeah. It's Alsacken, right? Alsacken. Alaskan, uh, yeah, um, a jumbled Alaska. Yep. <laughs> uh, hair color brown and gray, eye, eye color hazel. Look at beautiful hazel <laughs> eyes. Skin color light, but I would describe it as like dusty and dirty. Like he's oh, yeah. always covered in grime. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and for people who don't immediately have a mental picture of Dr. Cornelius Evazen, let's describe this hideous MFR. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, neck down, he's kind of an average human male, you know? He's, he's not heavy set. He's not built. He's just trolling around the galaxy doing his thing, man. But <laughs> then for the neck up, he's got half of a normal face. Nice little mustache going. A little poofy, uh, the 1970s kind of haircut there, but on the, the right side of his face, I can't, it's, it's <laughs> surgery gone bad. It's something, cause he's a plastic surgeon. So I think yeah. it was like he messed up on himself, squished nose. Uh, I mean, infamous face in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Turned his nose the wrong way. Uh, his eye socket is all, you know, pointing in weird directions. Weird directions. Yeah. His eyebrows have a lot to say, too. Yeah. There's really a lot going on with his face. Do you have uh, Do you have pictures up about, like, what the rest of his... I, I know it looks normal, but, like, what is he wearing? Is he just got a normal little vest? Yeah, he... he yeah, he's kind of... I want to say... Would you describe him as Tatooine normal? I don't know. <laughs> um, he's got that kind of desert garb. I'm trying to. That's a good question. There, he 
Because we see him a lot. I mean, I mean, I own his action figure. I should, right. I should have stared at it better. Rogue One, you see a little bit more. I mean, he's got a dirty shirt, jacket. He's not a stylish doctor. Okay, so he's just got a little. But yeah, it's not a cool. Uh, yeah, jacket. when in, yeah, when in doubt, go to the action figure, like you said. Just a normal pant and boot combination with the utility belt, and and I, I Tatooine chic. I definitely feel he's got he's like Tatooine chic. Oh yeah, look at that. There's a picture of Pondababa with his arm off. That's a hilarious, beautiful picture. Look, yeah, this guy, he's his belt is hung low too. Mm. Look at what a savage that is. Look at those yeah. two buddies. Where did he go? Yeah. Wow. The 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 actor, the late actor Alfie Curtis, who played him. If you've seen pictures of Alfie Curtis. I don't know how to describe that. He kind of looks like him. <laughs> he's, he's got a weird, he's got a very character-based face. You can see why they cast that uh, that actor in that role. Yeah. And he passed away yeah. recently. So thank you so much for bringing us, Doctor. Absolutely. Anderson. You know, I think we always assume that his face got messed up because of some sort of surgery, since that's his backstory. But honestly, it looks like he fell asleep up against an oven. And yeah, it just his yeah. face smushed upward a little that's bit fair. on one side. That's so fair. I don't know. I don't know what my headcan's going to be there. What's going on in uh, Wikipedia? What do we have that's in canon for his backstory yes. these days? So they definitely, this is one of the times where they combined and created a new story and they combined it with a lot of the EU stuff. Uh, he he was known as Rufu for a long time in the legends or what is now legends. And Panda Baba was known as Saki and that kind of went away. And, okay. and but, but really, they incorporated that back into the story. If you look the Rogue One Visual Dictionary, Pablo Hidalgo did some of his best work, I think, really kind of layering some of the stuff in his descriptions. There's a lawman that's there on Jeddah looking for him. Okay. And the weird decraniated characters that you see. Uh, the, the cyborgs with their heads chopped off in half. That was uh, Everson's work. And he was, <laughs> he was just curious what would happen if yeah, people didn't have skull caps. Yeah, he had a, he had a, he had, uh, they described it as ghastly medical techniques to produce an order of servants known as the decra- decraniated. Wow. So that's what was there. And that kind of lines up with some of the stories. Yeah. And, and from Legends. And I, I had fun with that. And in the Dr. Afra comic, that lawman, I forget his name, but he and one of the decraniated are in a relationship and they're part of Afra's crew. And uh, things kind of went wonky after. Oh, after yeah. Jedi. And I yeah. think that, that there are some theories that he's been spotted in the background of Solo as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, really? that detective, if I am remembering correctly. Oh, the, the, the lawman. Yes. The lawman. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you're right. The, Ooh, the lawman. What, what excitement. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get that in Solo. Maybe there'll be a post-credit scenes where uh, Evazin falls asleep against an oven. <laughs> we find out his <laughs> actual backstory. All right. How do you feel about this character? This is a legacy one that you've, you've known for a long this time. Is, yeah, this is a great character. This is a fun character. Even as a kid on the playgrounds, you would be quoting with your friends, he doesn't like you. I'm sorry. I don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's just wacky, crazy cantina fun, and it's yeah. a, and it's a staple. And I think it sets up. There's a legacy to this character where you kind of expect that weird sci-fi disgusting face with a normal world tough street tough that bad. I mean that kind of stuff pops up a lot in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. He's just such a great hyper exaggeration of everything that Obi Wan just warned Luke about. Like right. yeah, the place can be a little rough and Luke's just not listening. Yeah. It. And It'll be lo- dead. Our good buddy Mike Black always good point. Like, you know, what a jerk. He gets his he gets his friend Ponda Baba Gets his arm cut off. Yeah. Because he started the fight. <laughs> Bonda Baba didn't start it. Yeah. You have to imagine that Evazin is pretty far gone <laughs> to be starting that trouble for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I've always loved uh, this guy. He's one of those, like, uh, when I was a young kid, they would play A New Hope at the library, and that's 
it would just happen to be on certain times when we went to the library. And right. He'd be one of those like, oh, I hope we get to see just a minute of that scary weirdo because I had my Walrus Man action figure. So Walrus Man right. was known in my heart. And then it was that reminder of like, oh, but he's with the other guy, the yeah. pig-nosed man. And, yeah, well, that, so that's the thing is because there wasn't a counter figure of him in the first run, no. right? No, no, no there no, was no. not. Ponda Baba, we know. Walrus Man, famously now. Uh, Hammerhead, all that stuff there. Oh, thanks, Kenner. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think of when I actually knew his name because I didn't read a lot of Legend stuff. Yeah. I didn't read the EU. So it might have been actually well into the mid-90s where I was like, oh, he has a name? Yeah. It's all the power of the Force action figures yeah. for me was a lot of that introduction. A lot of times where you know the names got established in the, the role-playing games yeah. in the late 80s, and then they went wide. I was so excited to buy Pignose Man. Yeah, and have him in my life forever. <laughs> <laughs> Cornelius is there for you. <laughs> the doctor is waiting. All right, so the doctor is gonna fight. I had to find somebody worthy. And when you're talking databank brawl, it's sometimes worthy means actually cool, and sometimes means the crappiest character you can find. Oh yeah. And I went with one of the crappiest characters I could find. Doctor Cornelius Evzen will be fighting the beloved Star Wars character known as Megaloof. <laughs> I gotta hope that comes up <laughs> While you're looking Here's what StarWars.com Databank Has to say about Megaloof A leffy knight from Almac Megaloof was a speeder thief Who crossed paths with Obi-Wan Kenobi While the Jedi clung to an assassin droid Zipping across the busy sky lanes of Coruscant Megaloof had seen a lot of things Since coming to Coruscant But a Jedi clutching a droid Kilometers above the ground Was a new one Even for him all right. I know who it is. How do you spell that? M-A-G-A-L-O-O-F. And I'm choosing to say Megaloof? Yep, that definitely comes up. Megaloof. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I know exactly. I don't know why I need to defend my credibility. I know exactly who this character was the moment you described it. Uh, <laughs> a species. How do you say that species? Uh, the, it, it is L E F F I N G I T E. I said a leffy knight. Leffy knight. A leffy knight. Which species sounds like a swear word for sure. Horn heads, two pairs of eyes, orange skill, uh, orange color skin. Mega Magaluf was a leffy from the world of Almac. And Almac is very close to Melmac in my mind. I was going to say it sounds like an elf yeah. planet, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I love it. <laughs> Are there any other details on Wikipedia about the life, the times of uh, Megaloof? No. Uh, no, they pretty much just have. <laughs> no, what you've just read is there, so I won't, <laughs> I won't remix it. I do like, though, that although Megaloof had seen a number of odd sights, he had never seen a Jedi in such a position before. <laughs> uh, but the quote, we always get a quote. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The quote well, we try Wik- to remember quotes, we, yeah. We try to. The quote from Wikipedia is, What the... Yep. <laughs> is is it actually audible that he says what the, I, the in basic in basic i guess <laughs> here is why i picked this guy all these uh, years now of doing databank brawl almost a hundred episodes it is beginning to be incredibly mystifying to me of which characters rate an entry yeah. on databank because there are a ton of characters like obviously i understand just they haven't gotten to the novels sure maybe they don't want to visualize it whatever but this is literally a, is it just that when they started the databank, George liked him? Right. Or there wasn't as much, there was only the first six films to work with? 
Like, why does he have an entry? I think this is, we need to do some investigative reporting and yeah. see over the years, because I'm sure who has been in charge of the data bank or working on it has changed over the years. I think we need to figure out the process because this yeah. just might be someone in an office going, who's that Who's that guy for the club? <laughs> yeah. Did somebody have a quota? Like, yeah. I'm talking like maybe 2006, uh, Friend yeah. Bonnie Burton used to work there. I can answer. Them. Was there yeah. a data bank quota? And somebody's like, I don't know. I, I want to go to lunch. Megaloof. Yeah. Megaloof. It's like, did they go down the hall to Leland Chi <laughs> and go, hey, Leland, do you know? No, I, I, no, I don't. No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, I, it's, it was an alien in a speeder. Yeah. Yeah. Megaloof. But worthy of an entry that is longer than some major characters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, 1.4 meters in height. Oh, okay. Shorty. Male from Leffengate. Uh, eye color blue, skin color. The aforementioned and promised orange. Orange. And there is uh, basically no way for us to know what's going on with his body. No. I imagine it's Alf-like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, is there any kind of concept art there? We can look that up, of uh, course. Yeah. Let me describe his face a little bit, because yeah, I think this one deserves more. Uh, he's definitely in that pocket of prequel aliens. If you saw this face on a pod racer, you'd go, yeah. Yeah. So got a big mouth with some tusk-type teeth sticking out of the bottom. Big, flappy, almost goat-like ears. He's got those kind of a double set of horns. Right. Big, prominent horns, and then a little, looks like little backup horns. Uh, in the, but his eyes, his eye, he has, when people in the 1940s drew caricatures of Bing Crosby, <laughs> this is what his eyes look like. They're kind of sleepy because the, uh, the eyelids are on a diagonal. So he looks like he's always like, oh, no. Oh, no. oh my. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's not a lot. Usually you, you can do an image search and find out. Some stuff, you know. Um, nope. And there also there is a there is a town called Megaluff or Magaluff. Uh, I want to say it's a European town. I'm trying to figure out where that actually is. And it's <laughs> quite a party town because, yeah. And someone just this is so this is weird. This is a total. It's a resort town. A resort town, the Spanish island of Majorca. I'm saying that wrong. I know. And it's known for its lively nightlife and long fine sand beach. So when you type in Megaluff. <laughs> two L's and yeah. an F. It Google keeps saying it is Mega Luff L U F. And now this a British guy plunged off a twenty two foot balcony there two days ago. <laughs> so I'm trying to get Star Wars information, and it keeps coming back to this horrible trend. I yeah. too went through this battle because, like, yeah. I need to see this guy's face up close, and I had a hard time getting away from the resort town to my Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it really did. <laughs> Insanity. And then I, yeah, we do a, <laughs> Rare where the internet is like, you don't mean that. Yeah, you do you don't, not you don't mean what it. you type. Like, I understand. I had to put in Megaloof Star Wars in order to get yeah. to this weirdo's face. Yeah, and then I, I'm doing an image search to try to see what the guy looks like, and there's pictures I just don't, well, I don't feel comfortable viewing that are in this party <laughs> town. That's what we got to do. If somebody really wants a project, wow. if you could go through those actual resort photos and Photoshop in, make, make a loop in the background. <laughs> His nose is kind of smashed in too, so I yes. wonder if he has breathing problems. I don't know. Okay. We know nothing sorry, sorry. about this character except he's seen some things. I went down an internet worm no, that's live what, on air. That's what we do this for, man, for the adventures, the surprises. Yeah. So we got a character that uh, we know a decent amount about and a character that open season on Megaloof. Yes. Megaloof. All right. Like that. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's fight. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As always, we decide where and when this fight will occur. We got a lot to choose mm-hmm. from, really, era-wise. Uh, so, mm, Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. I, I love this idea. I, I don't want it to be on Corson. Yeah, right? no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, though I do love a good Corson fight. I think, stop me if I'm going crazy, I think Megalove was a potential client 
for Dr. Cornelius Everson. Mm. Megaloaf had some issues. You've just described some things that would don't try to paint a pretty picture. No. He wanted some uh, horn work done. Yeah. Maybe some eyelids lifted. He's a vain uh, Leffengate. Yeah. And he had sought out the help of Dr. Everson at some point. That's the prologue to this story. Yeah, I like this a lot. And I think maybe he's been trying to track down Evanson throughout the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. You have a planet or a place you want to go to? I don't yet. I don't yet. I was thinking, in honor of Megaluff, uh, some kind of party. Oh, a resort or resort? Yeah. Not named Canto Bite, but um, you know, if 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 there's like a Scarif Minor. Yeah, you know what? Let's just let's just make it up. Who cares? Yeah, okay. uh, yeah let's make up a a, a name. Uh, let's uh, have it be uh, the. Party Planet... Party Planet... Uh, uh, Bustin. <laughs> Bustin. <laughs> Bustin. No, the, the Bustin... How about Bustin Major? Bustin Major. Like people are having a big dance party. Bustin Major is our party planet. It's a mid-rim planet. Uh, not not too far from the core world, so you yeah. can get to it yeah. uh, relatively cheaply. Yeah. Bustin Major. Bustin Major. Bustin and Major. And it's been just built up to be... Like like Canto Bite, where like there's large swaths of the planet that are empty, right? But then there are other. It's just resort party town. Fair, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is where you go for space spring break, <laughs> space break <laughs> to Boston Major. Uh, and I think uh, Megaloof is going there. He's yeah. heard that uh, Doctor Cornelius Evazin has a job. All of these different species go there. They all have different standards of beauty, but they all want to look beautiful in. Bikinis, right? On this, you know, resort uh, planet of Bustin Major, uh, and Doctor Cornelius Evazin is amazingly, uh, allegedly doing amazing jobs understanding yes. all of the anatomy of different sentient beings mm-hmm. and making them look just hot as hell. Yeah. And uh, in his culture, from Olmac, uh, you're considered attractive if your your horns are taller. Yeah. So he's going in for a. <laughs> a horn extension. A horn extension. Oh no, a bad. That's that's a great idea. Horn extensions. They can go wrong. They can go so they, wrong. They can absolutely go wrong. All right. So I think uh, I think uh, Evison's got a, he's got a shop set up, right? Yeah, he's got a little tiny hole in the wall shop. Yeah, and there's some decraniated people on this planet serving drinks. Yeah, but there's only a couple of them. People are like we don't know when they showed up. They just yeah. Oh, apparently some, you can just see their brains, right? Yeah. Their brains are just hanging out there, baking in the sun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Megaloof is walking by and I think he's maybe even mumbling out loud to himself, a little little tourist that he is. I'm like, oh, I didn't didn't know it was some species considered attractive to let their brains (laughs) hang out. Oh, okay. And I think for some reason in my mind, Dr. Uh, Evans' shop, it has like uh, uh, almost like an old school, old time shoppy wooden wooden sign yes <laughs> like just with one like spike driving it into the wall yeah evanson's place evanson's place yeah come yeah. in for beauty it says yes <laughs> come, come here to look good so so come look good megaloaf i guess walks in i don't know if he rolls or flops yeah, who knows? in but he, yeah. we'll say he walks in let's say he's got a tail too so he's yes. he's, he's, he's dragging a tail dragging a tail two feet um, stumbles on in. Yep. Little chime on the door. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. Ding, ding, ding. It's, it's, it's a weird... Watu had, but... Like, yeah, it's chime. a chime, but it's in... It's Strangely, it rings in minor chords, so it's ominous. Yeah. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Uh, 
And that should scare Megaloof off, but right. I, I don't think he's as worldly as he wants to think no. he is. No, even even though he uh, was at one point on Coruscant. <laughs> so he uh, he walks in, and I think he encounters right there at the desk, maybe with a bloody smock on, mm-hmm. Dr. Cornelius Evazin. Yes. And what does Evazin say? Uh, what do you want here? Oh, um, I, I've heard you're the... If not the best in the business, you're certainly in the business um, of making beings look attractive, and I would like a horn extension. Do you, you sure you don't want your head? I can do some stuff with your head. I don't know why Evans is now from, like, Bronx. but <laughs> um, No, I just, uh, I just want uh, my horns to be long and, and beautiful. And Evanson makes like a sudden move when he steps on up and he's like got a little scout on his bloody, like you said. It's bloody. Yeah. Maybe got some matter on it. And he starts like tapping at the horns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, go away. These, these are good. So I, go away. I don't have time for this. Oh, but uh, but uh, A, uh, our horns are very sensitive and you're causing various reactions throughout my body every time you touch the horn. Oh, just tapping it. Oh, some pleasant, some unpleasant. Sensations radiating. Yeah. From uh, within my being, uh, I have many credits, and he, I think he pulls out uh, uh, like a little suitcase. Yes, he, he it's, it's a space suitcase, of course. So yes. it's got a cool. It steams for some reason, and there's just a huge pile of credits. There. Evanson looks it over, and he takes it in. There's a beat, and he looks up at uh, Megaloof and goes, "I like you." <laughs> All right, give me a minute. Goes back. You hear some struggling. You're like, oh, you're not done. Get out of here. I don't like you either. I got the death sentence on 14 planets now. Ooh. Uh, timeline. Um, so Evans comes down and says, come on back. And Megaloof's brought back to a operating table that is, uh, it's not a three-star even operating table. The Yelp reviews would be bad about this doctor's office. It's bad shape, bloody, weird matter. There's Whoever was back here with is gone. And there's okay. some rusty tools, and he tells or asks Megaloof, uh, "Why don't you get up on this table? Do you want to get up here now? Come on, pop up here." Okay, and he he crawls up, and there's harsh lighting in here. It's like oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's definitely mad scientist. It's just kind of the one flickering, <laughs> flickering. Uh, yeah, light swings. It, yeah, it swings for sure. It's uh, Batman eighty nine all the way. Yes, uh, yes, and it's casting shadows so. Megaloof suddenly has this frightened realization, and because he's not good at keeping things internal, he just says it out loud. He's like, "Oh, oh my! I thought, I thought your face—I didn't really see your face. I thought your face was the way your species should look, but you're just a human who has had something awful happen to one side of your face. Um, and I'm just, I'm going to be honest. That concerns me. I'm uh, a, I'm not a doctor. I am a doctor, but I'm more of an artist. This is my art." Oh, so it's always in progress. Your face is in progress. Mm, yes. What do you? If it's a work of art, does it have like a name? Like, you know, is there a name for your face? Yes, I gave. This is called uh, Pigman Face. <laughs> uh, my friend Panda, I I gave him a Walrus Man Face. <laughs> oh, but is he an Aqualish? Because they just have Walrus faces. I improved it. Oh, okay. All right. You know, I'm uh. My credits and I are starting to have some second thoughts, and I think he tries to get up, he and I don't, I don't think Evanson's Evanson puts a strong, firm hand on his chest, Ooh. pushes him back down, and starts to try to strap him down to the table. He's trying to strap him down yeah. to the table. Okay. 
And uh, I and Megaloof can't have yeah. that. Megaloof is starts yelling like, "Look, mm-hmm. I've seen some things. I'm not naive." Ah! Yeah. He fully sees the blood splatter and mm-hmm. realizes that he is going to become a work of quote unquote art. Yeah. And right at that time, as as he's struggling, a decrainated walks in. And I was like, Doctor, do you want your drinks for this evening? Shall I prepare a bath? And he's like, get out of here. Get out of here. And, and now Megaloof's like, I can't become that. Yeah. The yeah. stakes just got raised. Stakes got so high. And Megaloof uses his tail. He bunches Ooh. it up behind him. Yes. And it's got a surprisingly spring-like quality. He shoots himself, rockets himself out of the chair. Yes. He slams into a cabinet mm-hmm. because this isn't elegant. He escapes the the, the no. buckling yeah. that, that everyone was trying. He slams into a cabinet and falls to the ground. The cabinet flies open, and inside the cabinet is all of the skulls oh. of the decraniated that he has removed. Half-cut <laughs> half skulls. The half-cut skulls rain down, yeah. and like an old cartoon, they Bonk Megaloof on the head like coconuts off a palm tree. Boop, 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 boop. Set the apple cart here. Yep. Yes. Ooh, not good. Not good. <laughs> so um, Evanson starts coming towards him with two scalpels in his hand. Oh, yeah. He's uh, like, now you're ruining my office. Vibro scalpels. Vi- right. Vibro scalpels. Vibro scalpels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, he's got one vibro scalpel and he's got one like old school, old republic scalpel oh. that's rusty and not in good shape. <laughs> All right. So this is from the old yes, times. Yes, the old timey times. Old timey times. Nice. Okay. And I think uh I think Dr. Evazin is like a crazy medical uh Jackson Pollock. That yeah. he likes to create wild new artwork. Mm-hmm. And that means, hey, what if Megaloof just didn't have an arm? How about that? Yes. So I think he goes for a, a swipe with his mm-hmm. scalpel to try to deconnect Megaloof's arm. Right. Do you think he makes it? I think he gets a good slash in there. It doesn't take the arm off entirely, but okay. it's not a pretty picture. Okay. Is there spurting? And, yeah, spurting and Megaloof goes, wah, wah. What the? <laughs> what color is the spurt? Yeah, uh, the spurt is yellowish. Yellow. Okay, nice, nice. A mustard yellow. A mustard. Yeah, just uh, Dijon, right? Yeah, uh, disturbing. Very disturbing. I am ready for lunch. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think Megaloof uh, is he? He's lucky because they have uh, his species, uh, Lefinites, have a lot of blood. They, yeah, they're they're known for their they can amounts of blood. lose a lot of blood and be okay, which yeah. is part of what makes them so adventurous as they go about the galaxy trying to see new things. Right. So, and Megalif just says this out loud, like I have a lot of blood, <laughs> and I think he he squeezes his arm and redirects it and shoots his own blood mm-hmm. into Evazen's messed up eye. Be- oh yeah, because the eye's not right. The flesh doesn't completely adhere to the pupil, so there's a hole there. Yeah. <laughs> there's oh, a, yeah. There's an eye gap there's that shouldn't gap. be there, and he gets. <laughs> His blood and it's like Dr. Evans's eye gap. Weird Fairly Brothers comedy scene. There's just, just this, and there's like just yellow Dijon mustard this space is blood. So gross. Pouring into this messed up face and an eye socket. That's like a half an eye socket because there's an eye still in there. Um, yeah, it's not. Uh, this is not pretty. Oh, yeah. No, this is upsetting. In fact, it's the deeply de- upsetting. The decraniated person, the servant, walks back in. 
and reads this. I don't know how they see the technology, and then just kind of turns around and is like, I'm leaving this one behind. Yeah, I think they do that gesture if they wipe their hands. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Blackjack dealer. Yep, they are done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Evazin is getting getting blasted in the eye, mm-hmm. and I think this only makes him more... We know he's quick to anger, right? Very quick to anger, yes. Yes, uh, absolutely. So it, he is now through the roof. Angry. And he likes comebacks, too, as we saw with uh, yeah. Luke Skywalker. Uh, oh, little you know, pithy comeback. I'll be careful. You'll be dead. Uh, so what what pithy comeback does he have to, when Megaloof says, "We, I have a lot of blood? Uh, he says, uh, not anymore. It belongs to me. That's not even funny. <laughs> but he's just, uh, he just says it. But I like, oh, I like it. Because I think he actually, did, what he does is he grabs a jar. Yes. And he starts containing the blood. Yeah. He's like, thanks for the specimens. <laughs> that is the creepiest catchphrase. <laughs> thanks for the specimens. Uh, so yeah, he, he's he's grabbing it up. Megaloof, I think, is is putting pressure on the wound now, and I think Megaloof is heading toward the door to try to get out try of there. Try to limp out, but Edison's not done. Mm-hmm. You know, no, not done. It, it, it's that a nick on an arm is not a not masterpiece enough, not of art. No. What else does he want to do to make Megaloof an art form? Well, he wants to remove one of the horns Ooh. from the top of his head and like <laughs> put it. At the end of his tail. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. he's just—he's—he's he's making a Pokemon right now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Megaloof is kind of a Pokemon. Yeah, he really is. Okay, yeah. so he wants to remove a horn. Yes. All right. So I think he needs a different tool. So I think he throws the knives mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Megaloof. They mm-hmm. lock. Mm-hmm. They lodge into the door. Megaloof just barely avoids them, and then I think he grabs this weird kind of. Uh, archaic suction tool like it's got a oh, handle yeah. on one end yep. and then it's got like these claws that pinch that you can then like uh, uh, or pinch yeah. that you can pull and then it, it suction is it like a floby or is it yeah like a gripper okay. I think it's I think it's a I think it's a suction gripper <laughs> suction gripper space suction gripper space suction gripper alright and so he fires it up yeah and does he go for the tail I think he's got to remove the horn, right? The horn. I the think horn. That's what you're... Horn. Okay, so yeah. this, this is a horn removal device. This is a horn removal device. <laughs> yeah, I got my devices <laughs> mixed up. So, yes, he... Because Megaloof is kind of limping, not feeling well. He no. is losing a lot of blood, even for a leg like a guide, like a left and light, left and guide, whatever. <laughs> An Almachian. <laughs> so, he... Evanson gains on him, gains ground on him quickly, fires the device, and... Oh, the head, the th- horn's still connected. Yeah. But now Megaloo's head is yanked back, and he's, like, in this machine. He's locked in this machine. The, hor- the horn is locked. He's locked in this he's machine. He's like, oh, and his oh. horns are very sensitive, we established. Oh, yeah, so he's cannon. just screaming different emotions that he's feeling. Yep. Pride! Lust! Uh, ah! Just all sorts of different emotions. Uh, he freaks out. He uses the momentum right. that Evazen has created by pulling him backwards. And he uses his spring tail again. Yes, that tail. And they go flying backwards. They fly out of the inner office, back through the reception office, crash through the window, right? stumble into the main street, which is just mm. covered with sexy revelers. Right. Of all types. Not just Twi'leks. Of all types there. <laughs> so now the entire beach is watching. Yeah. And Panda Baba is walking up. Now, the timeline, this is before Jetta, so Panda Baba is still all in one piece. Yeah. And he is walking up, and he's got some uh, hot dogs uh, with the equivalent of uh, busting uh, major uh, hot dogs. And um, 
and and like a cheeseburger, and like he's like he's like oh, I got it, Evanson. I don't know how Panda Baba would translate. <laughs> I, he made it. He went for a lunch run. Yeah, he That's got some uh, some hot lugabies. Yeah, and he sees uh, he sees the the fighting now in the middle of the street here. Yeah, street fighting creatures. So now uh, this is a, a terrible situation for mm-hmm. Megaloof because now he's got Ponda Baba coming yeah. at him too. Yeah, right. All right. So uh, I think that Megaloof has not managed to escape. You think they're on a beach? You think like right outside? This yeah, is like a boardwalk, like a boardwalk situation. Yeah, I think there's the uh, big beach parties. There's there's exotic booze everywhere. There's right. a, like a, a waterfall nearby. Mm-hmm. This is just. Ugliness in the middle of beauty, which is, I think, what Evazin is kind of interested mm-hmm. in. So <laughs> that's what he's all. About. Yeah, how can I make beautiful things ugly? ugly. Says Evazin yep. to himself. Uh, does Ponda Baba help? He, he he tries. This okay. isn't his story, though. He runs up, and he's still got the food in his hand, and he starts like kicking Megaloof. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? And Evanson's like, grab his tail, grab his tail. <laughs> and now they're trying to, and so that tail, like you said, it's pretty powerful. And the tail kind of whips around and it knocks all the food out of Bonda's, uh, Baba's hands. Oh, yeah. And, and meanwhile, some uh, a little bit of blood has also uh, landed exactly on them. Right. Mixing with the actual space mustard. Oh, so yeah. Just, it, it, that's become a, th- a thing of beauty. That Yeah, that, yeah, that meal's ruined. Now. That meal's totally ruined. Uh <laughs> Now, I think that there is also a videographer out there, uh, yep. just like uh, people go to Cancun and make the sort of uh, uh, college people gone wild. Yes, yes. This is uh, <laughs> space creatures gone wild. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they're getting they're getting great shots of this fight. Yeah. Uh, I think it becomes clear to Megaloof that he is fighting for his very life. Yeah, this is it. This is, this is fight or flight right here. Yeah, yeah. At its finest. So he is pummeling. Mm-hmm. Evazin. He is looking around for any tool he can find. Those hot dogs have fallen to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, he he grabs one of the hot dogs. They instantly harden. They Oh, they become... <laughs> yes, they need to be uh, yeah. eaten immediately or they go yeah. rock hard. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> a little unknown fact about space hot dogs. And he just starts whapping Evanson in the face with his oh, hot dog. Cracking crazy. him with this, uh, yeah. um, this rock hard yeah. hot dog. <laughs> And for some people watching, that's their kink. And yes. They're, they're just, this is yeah. space creatures gone wild indeed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Other people, I think, are disgusted yes. and are screaming. As you should be. Yeah. And now Evazin, I think, is in the throes of making his art. Yes. So he's not going to give up that easily. I think he has a, a, a comeback, witty or not, to being hit in the face with a hot dog. I think Megaloof says, I'm going to bash you with this dog until you're done. Yeah, and Evanson says, keep your meat out of my face. <laughs> Uh, And I think as a show of force Evazin grabs Megaloof's hand And holds it still And takes a big bite Out of this rock hard Hot Lugabeast dog And I think it actually cracks One of his teeth And he just says I'll be eating this (laughs) (laughs) And uh I think this is maybe a good good time to pause our, our extremely gross. Yeah, uh, this might have been a good time to pause at the beginning. Yeah, we should have paused <laughs> earlier because it's, it's, it's warned, almost lunchtime. We warned people. <laughs> we're both quite hungry, and everything is mustard yes. and hot dogs. Yes, <laughs> going well here. But let's pause our combat and decide yeah. who 
do we want to win? So I want Megaloof to win. I I think, though, in this case, to win just might mean to survive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, and I think... Because uh, Evanson's a scoundrel, just any way you cut it. Yeah, Evanson's going to cut him to ribbons, and, and he's eventually going to be cut mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. one ribbon by Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I think Obi-Wan knew him to be a jerk because he could have just cut his arm off, but he killed him. Right. <laughs> right. He straight up killed him. Yeah. That's how much uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi didn't like this guy. Yep. So I think Megaloof will uh, have the victory. Mm-hmm. I have an idea of how he begins his escape. Okay. Hit me, baby, hit me. So M- Megaloof uh, realizes that he is going to lose his uh, his horns. Mm-hmm. If he does not escape. Right. He, he studies the situation. He's seen lots of weird things. He also sees they're being filmed. Mm-hmm. And he realizes one of the things that happens on party planets like Boston Major is wardrobe malfunctions. Yes. And that people find those really funny. And that maybe this is his best option. Mm-hmm. And he sees how loose and lazy... Dr. Cornelius Evzen keeps his belt mm-hmm. on his pants and goes, that's it. Yeah. My way to live there you go. is his pants. And I think he says, it's like, my life is in your pants. <laughs> he reaches down and he just rips the belt off. Right. Oh, no. What kind of work has he done? Never mind. <laughs> and so Evzen's pants fall down. That's what I think happens. What do you think happens next? I think he finds himself suddenly on the beach Sans trousers. <laughs> Everyone with their little Holonet videos, uploading them to the Holonet. Oh, yeah. Streaming live. And he is unlike, uh, he's like every other creature in the galaxy. He's He's got shame. <laughs> he's got shame. And I think Evanson and then Ponda Bob is like, uh, your pants fell down. <laughs> I'm translating, putting a babblefish in my ear there for Ponda Baba there. Um, and they and and Evanson f- scrambles and grabs his pants and, and pulls them back up. And of course, at this point, uh, Megaloof has has escaped the clutches. Yeah, he had to, he bit. had to let go in order to grab his right. pants, but it's 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 too late. The video is out there. Yes. I think for m- many sentient beings, they're just like, oh, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. show that. Yeah. Uh, unless I choose. Fair enough. But I think he feels like his artwork isn't complete. Yes. He has not completed that part of his oh, body. Oh, of his body? He, he hasn't made his body art yet. That work's not done. <laughs> that work's not done. You can't see it yet. That work's not done. So he said I don't that. like it. <laughs> as, as he's pulling his pants up. Yeah. Megaloof with the weird suction thing still attached. Still attached. He starts bouncing on his tail. Ba-ding, um, ba-ding, ba-ding. Oh, I've seen a lot of things, but I've never seen this. And he's knocking stands yeah. over. He uh, is is uh, running into to sexy Twi'lek yeah. uh, uh, women and men and yeah. other genders, and they're all falling all around the place. Right. He is making his getaway. Yeah. And I think Cornelius Evazen is probably busy trying to get the footage, right? He's trying to get the footage. He's been shamed. He's, like you said, shown an art piece before it's ready to be shown. <laughs> and uh, it's impossible. There's too many people, too many cameras. And he's flailing about. Ponda Bob is trying to help him. And it's just not working. 
People are now people are videotaping that. Now the people are videotaping that. The so. Pants keep falling down. He keeps having to pull them back up. Yeah. So don't look at it. <laughs> so I think he was kind of playing around with it earlier, but mm-hmm. I think this is the moment where he truly comes up with his defining catchphrase. Like mm-hmm. the people here on Bustin Major are overall pretty soft. They come here to mm-hmm. party. They're vulnerable. They don't have their weapons on them. Right. They're they're young and foolish. And they're easy to intimidate. Right. And I think this is this is where he realizes the true power of shouting the number yeah. of places where he yeah. is a wanted man. I've got the death sentence on 11 systems. <laughs> and I think people are like, Ooh, oh, I'm sorry, oh, sir. Oh, sorry, 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 there's sorry. there's right. not one Jedi there to stand up to him. Nope. Nope. They all back away. Yeah. Ponda Bob is there grabbing what's left of the food. And everyone's like, just leave the food. We'll get more food. <laughs> and he pulls his pants back. He cinches the pants back up. And I think that's when Everson looks at Ponda Baba and says, we need to leave. We got to go to Jeddah. Yeah. <laughs> Time to go to Jeddah. Uh, and I think uh, Megaloof, mm-hmm. bouncing away, one part of his anatomy we have not commented upon, mm-hmm. large, mm-hmm. large ears. Yeah. And I think he hears those final words of, of Evazen echoing down the street of going to Jeddah, going to Jeddah, going to Jeddah. And that's when Megaloof decides, after all of his journeys, visiting Coruscant, visiting other places, he decides... It's time, time to go home to Almac. <laughs> this is about this is about a, a voyage home. This, this is about the voyage home. It's about an emotional voyage home. For yeah, exactly. It's about being loof. being okay with your horns just the way they are, just the way your horns are. <laughs> the true story of Megaloof. That was a gross, not dinner time story here on Databank Brawl. It happens, but we've introduced a major new canon. I want to go to Bustin' Major. Yes. And have some hot lugabeast dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, thank you uh, for joining me. As always, if there are characters you want to see fight, let us know with the hashtag Databank Brawl. You can suggest matchups. You can suggest individual characters. We're going to have a flood of new characters very soon with Solo. We're still working our way through all the Canto Bite and other weirdos from The Last Jedi, so we got a lot more to come. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Naps across all social media platforms, including Twitch. And you want to talk about this uh, disgusting databank brawl, and I mean that in the most honorful, <laughs> reverent way possible. <laughs> Jump into the Discord server off of Force Center's Patreon page, and we can uh, we can talk about it in there. Break it down. You can analyze the fight. Yeah, please do. Please do. Uh, the Discord's been going great, and it's been great to hear. Uh, pop in there and see uh, all of our Force Center listeners talking amongst themselves. It's so much fun. Uh, we got our big 100th episode coming up, so I'm looking forward to that. I got a weird one planned for episode 99 as well. If you thought this one was weird, 99 <laughs> and 100 are only going to be weirder. Uh, we always want to thank Tony Thaxon for our great theme music. This is the first show that he wrote the theme music for. So great. Gets mm. stuck in your head in the best way. You can check out his Patreon. Uh, just go to Patreon and search for Tony Thaxon. He writes Star Wars music all the time. You can, of course, check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash center. You can check out all of our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash center. If you are a patron, that's how you get access to Discord, so check that out. You can also find Databank Brawl episodes on YouTube. Uh, our co-host here on the whole Force Center podcast feed, Adventure Jennifer Landa, adds some fun graphics, and you can experience Databank Brawl in a whole new way. You can also uh, find my personal uh, podcast, my personal podcast, <laughs> uh, my other podcast, which is personal to 
me. Uh, obsessed uh, and all my live comedy shows and albums info on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. It's at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.